and gentlemen, and welcome to the show where they talk talkies. It's talking talkies. Goodbye. I think the greatest intro to any t- TV show ever, right there. It's like it reminds me of the intro to Doug, where they just make sound effects. But hey, we're not here to talk about TV. We're here to talk about movies and. Sometimes movies based on TV shows, but that's not the point. Guys, this is Talkin' Talkies episode 37. In a row? Oh, please tell me you all get that reference. If you don't, I don't think we can be friends. Try not to record any podcasts on the way to the car. <laughs> uh, I am Chris O'Mealy. That is Dan Peck. Yeah. And we are... Now on week three of Indiana Jones month, which means it's time for the last crusade. It's also the last time we could ever call this a trilogy. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I really like this movie. Possibly as much and maybe even more than Raiders. They're like neck and neck for me as far as the quality Indiana Jones movies. Big step sure, up yeah. from Temple. Don't call me that. Well, we're going to get a little backstory about Indy by meeting 13-year-old Indy in 1912. River Phoenix. R.I.P. Yes. R.I.P. River Phoenix. Uh, He's horseback riding with his Boy Scout troop there in Utah, and they randomly come across these caves, so they're just, hey, we're going to go explore the caves. Him and his fat friend. Yeah, Indy and his fat friend see all these uh, grave robbers... And they're going to steal a golden crucifix that belongs to Coronado. It belongs to Coronado. And I apologize if you hear any weird technical issues, because I just had one. We're recording this episode on Google Hangouts instead of Skype, because Skype is down. So apologies for any glitches and technical errors. But yes, uh, as Dan said, it belongs to Coronado. So we realized that... Indy's not scared of snakes, and, you know, he's kind of... Do we even know that he's Indy yet? Because... We kind of don't. Because you just see these kids, and then all of a sudden you see a guy that's dressed like Indiana Jones, you're like, and then he looks up, you're like, oh, that's not him. Yeah, you don't know it yet. But you kind of figure it out when he's like, that belongs in a museum. You're like, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> so so he, he picked that up when he was 13. So he steals... He steals the crucifix. The robbers give chase. He gets on his horse. He rides off and gets onto a circus train, which results in a comedy of errors. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reptile section. The reptile section. The well, that's where, he, that's where he develops his snake phobia by falling in. To, like, got, hundreds of snakes and then one big nasty one in, the, in water. Yeah, the rhino's trying to gore him. And then he ends up with the lion, and that's how he gets the, the he gets scar the on his chin. Yeah, and the which whip. is really funny because they did like this a similar thing in an Evil Dead movie, to, because uh, because Bruce Campbell actually has a scar there, just like how Harrison Ford actually has a scar there. Yeah. So they made a reason for the character to have a scar there. It's, it's cool. That's it. It's good storytelling. So now we find out where he got the bullwhip from. And uh, he get he escapes off the train, uh, runs In a home. Magician's to, box. Yes, which was <laughs> hilarious. 
he runs home to tell his father, who just can't be bothered. And it's like, oh. In Latin. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Hindi's fat friend arrives with the sheriff, who is either working for or working with these grave robbers. I think it, it turns out that they legally have the right to do what they were doing. Yeah, something like that. Because so, there's the like, rich man in the white coat, and apparently he owns that land now. Yeah. So he has to return the crucifix, but the uh, the the leader that looked like Indy was like, Hey, that was a nice try, kid. I admire your bravery. And gives him his fedora. And it's like, oh yeah. That explains everything. Smash cut! <laughs> to now, as you see the fedora with up. And it's all rainy, and he's on a ship, and he's fighting guys on a ship to get the cross back. Yep. <laughs> Which is also kind of an amusing scene too. Big fight on a on a on a boat. In a huge storm. In a huge storm. With a big explosion. But he gets it. He does. He donates it to Marcus Brody's museum. And now. We're going to meet a new character. This guy's name is Walter Donovan. And he's got something to tell Mr. Jones. It's oh, all about... So good. Julian yeah. Glover. This is... Um, he, he, uh, he doesn't tell him about his dad yet. He's just talking about this, this mission about going to find the Holy Grail. And he's got this uh, inscription and everything, and he's like, we'll review this. And he's like, well, how is, uh, well, my father was working on this. Yeah, well, we had a guy who disappeared in Venice. And, LOL, it's your dad. <laughs> I, lo I love this guy because he, uh, of course, you may recognize him from such things as Star Wars. Yes. And he was a Doctor Who villain. And, for your eyes only, villain. Yeah, so he's just been like everything. <laughs> he's great. Which is cool because later we meet a former Bond girl. So it goes full circle, bruh. Yeah? Sha. Yeah. What was, uh. What was Julian Glover's Star Wars character? He was the leader that took off. Took, that uh, took over Hoth. He was the leader of the. Oh, uh, yeah, Army. General v General Veers. General Veers, prepare your men. Sure. I'll get right on that. It's a trap! Or for, uh, and for those of you who want useless Star Wars trivia, General Veer's first name is Maximilian. <laughs> but hey, just for the record, uh, there will be more Star Wars talk this year on Talkin' Talkies. No doubt. Like, like a lot of it. But anyway. Like all of it, that's possible. <laughs> like, like all of it. Well. I mean, not like Clone Wars and stuff, but. Yeah, but you know what we're getting at. So, uh. Indy has to meet his dad's colleague, which is an Austrian lady named Dr. Elsa Schneider. And he's she like, was Bond girl in Moonraker? Maybe? I think I'd have Moonraker. to, I'd have to look Moonraker. that one up. She was the NASA lady that, that put him in the, in the G-Force thing and that the guy came in and yeah. made it get stuck. <laughs> so yeah, um, he's gonna assist 
or she's going to assist him. And he's going to find his father. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the library, because this is where Henry was last seen. And we're going to find the tomb of the First Crusade Knight, which contains a complete version of the inscription that Henry had. And that one also tells you where to find the grail. Yep, buddy. Actually, they don't know any of this yet, though. Yeah, but this is how they're, what they're all going to discover. It's just try, Like, right now, he's just trying to find his father. Yeah. He's not even wanting to go for the ground right now. He's just trying to find his father's dad. So he go, they go into this. They go into this tomb, and Brody uh, gets just, taken out. It's a freaking underground river of almost pure petroleum, and then just a ton of rats. <laughs> because sure it's Indiana Jones, it has to be something disgusting, and just yes. tons of them. And uh, they take out Brody, and they set. These mysterious people set the tomb on fire. So, I don't else... recognize you, but your fez is familiar. Yes. <laughs> so, Indy and Elsa um, have this cool speedboat chase scene. Oh, this is a great scene. Again, one of those scenes you just got to watch because, you know, I can't describe it and do it justice. And, and then, then there's they... the, the propeller part. Which, like, I've seen it behind the scenes. That's, like, you know, in a pool on a back lot. And I was like, how did they do that? I'm like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be just like Raiders. Oh, I'm like, I I was waiting for Pat Roach to pop out so he could go into another propeller. Oh, but then I love love it because the guy, he's like, we'll we'll both die. And the guy's like, I am prepared to die. Are you? And he's just like, oh, fuck. Pretty much, yeah. They capture Kazim, which is a member of this uh, secret society. They're, they're the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword. And their whole deal is to make sure nobody finds the Grail. Or nobody who doesn't need to find the Grail. And he's like, I just want I'm my just, dad. <laughs> I'm just trying to find my dad. So he's being held at Castle Brunwald on the Austrian-German border. Oh, it's one of my favorite scenes. They swap hats. Yes. <laughs> this is a castle, and it has many tapestries. The pure <laughs> Scottish lord, I am Mickey Mouse. How rude. And then he punches them out. It's so funny. <laughs> so, they're investigating this castle, and he realizes that one... He, he knows exactly where his dad is because the door is wired. The door's wired. So, instead of just breaking it through the door, he goes out and breaks it through the window. And then immediately gets hit in the head with the vase by his father. Oh, no. It's It's Ming Dynasty. Yes. Oh, it's okay. It's fake. It's fake. And you're just like, man, Indy's dad's kind of a dick. And now, we learn Elsa's big secret. Oh... She's actually a Nazi. This is my favorite line in the movie. How do you know she's a Nazi? Oh, she talks in her sleep. And I love that. Dissecting the hell out of that. (laughs) But I just love how how Indy, you you see like that moment of, (laughs) that moment of realization as to how his dad knows that. And he just kind of shrugs like. It's also when we find out that, uh, what's his name's a bad guy too? Donovan. 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 He's bad too. 
Yes. Yeah, they both, they both they both banged her. It was cool. Yep. <laughs> They're both working with the Nazis. I hate those guys. I hate those guys. And I love how the whole time they're like, well, what are you, what's going on with Brody? They're like, relax, he can blend in anywhere. And he's just like, hello, okay. anyone speak English? <laughs> and Sala finds him. <laughs> of course. And then and I love he's that. like, run, 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 run. And then he punches the guy through the thing. It's like, run, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Here, hide in here. Just like the first movie. Oh, like crap, it's actually movie. a truck. Well, <laughs> that didn't work. It's a truck. So, <laughs> the, so of course the Joneses escape. I love it because they try to. He tries to get use his lighter, but then he drops it. So it starts a big old fire, and then they find a secret room, and they escape, and all this other crazy <laughs> it's stuff like, happens. It's like slapstick comedy where the wall keeps turning. <laughs> yeah, and then. And then, of course, they get stuck in a room, and they're like, there has to be a way out, and then the dad sits down, and the chair rocks back, and <laughs> he falls down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, while well, they're escaping, they're up. Uh... <laughs> and then the boat, too. He starts untying, he starts up and unties the boat, and then he, and then the dad throws his bag at him, he's like, no, we're not getting in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they use the motorcycle instead. Oh, I funny. absolutely love how they <laughs> so they uh, they disguise themselves as Nazis and he ends up face to face with Hitler, with Hitler. <laughs> and he just signs his autograph and walks away. That was hilarious. That is great. So everything's like, oh yeah, we're gonna be, we're all good. We can get out of here. Let's get on a zeppelin. And, of course, they're checking the Zeppelin. So, Indy disguises himself as the ticket taker. Beats the shit out of the guy. Throws him out the window. And everybody's looking at him. He goes, no ticket. And everybody whips out their tickets. Everyone pulls out their tickets. I lo- also love how they redo that scene in Dogma. Yeah. When they're on the train. <laughs> Silent Bob. Throw- line in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> So they know that they're in trouble because the Zeppelin turns around. So they steal well, the plane. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Oh, we'll just steal the plane, and then we crash the plane. <laughs> oh, because he's trying to get the, his dad to to shoot the enemy planes, and he just shoots the tail. Yeah. <laughs> Son, I think we may sorry, have a problem. they got us. So goddamn funny. But there's still a plane on them, and they're on the ground now, and. What are they going to do? <laughs> I'll just scare some birds. <laughs> <laughs> scare some birds, Trebek. Yes. Oh, man. So, uh... And this is when Indy realizes his dad isn't just a big a-hole. He's actually useful and cool. No, he's, he's really smart. He's cunning. He's... You know, he's just... I just remembered my Charlemagne. He's kind of an... I mean, yeah, he's an... He's kind of an ass, but, you know, he's... He's an old man. Leave him alone. I'm an old man. <laughs> so, we, we're going to meet up with Sala again, so Gimli makes another appearance in this movie. <laughs> yep. Son of Gloin. <laughs> Sala, son of Gloin. <laughs> and now we know that uh, Marcus has been abducted. Of course. So, this is bad because 
the Nazis are moving towards the Grail's location. Oh, yeah, they they like that little nation or whatever. He's, yeah, like Hate. We'll give you this stuff. And he's like, uh, can I have your car instead? Yeah. They're like, sure. And the Sultan's like, like, yeah, there you go. You will have horses, camels, tanks, jeeps. And then you see, oh, it's that dude that was that chased Indy around in the, in the water. He's there. Stuff's going to sure go is. down. And that's exactly what happens. Stuff goes down. Like a simultaneous attack by the Jones boys and... And, and the, the, the freaking hilarious scene in the tank. <laughs> oh, when Mark, when he, when, when he shows up and sees that Marcus is in the tank. Yeah. And they, like, do their old schoolboy song and dance or whatever. Yeah. And then... <laughs> get captured. <laughs> Almost get captured again. But I like how the tank's going towards the cliff side, so he just kind of, like, throws Marcus off. Because oh, she's like, what are we going to do? How do you get off this thing? And, and then Indy pulls back to punch a guy, and he elbows him in the back of the yeah. head, and he falls off. Well, it helped. That's one way. That's just, that's a long, really good scene with the with the tank and the jeeps. And yeah, stuff. another one you guys all need to watch if you haven't seen this movie. All kinds of crazy stuff happens in there. So, Some Nazis die. Actually, a bunch of Nazis die. Like almost all of them die. Yeah, the one guy gets on the tank, the the tread tire of the tank, and just goes with it until he's under it. And then the one guy like sticks his head out of the top of the tank as it goes over the cliff. And there's that really like poor special effect that's just like, yep, this movie was made in the eighties. And then we're supposed to believe that Indy was still on the tank when that happened. Oh, and then he just up, he climbs up the cliff. It just kind of walks over. And, and like, then all the old up. men are like, oh, yay, all right, time to move on. And he's yeah. like, uh, I almost just died, you jerks. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute to catch my breath. Yeah, They're like, so, nope, no time. we got to get to the canyon of the crescent moon. And uh, we find the temple, but there's booby traps inside. Which has all, all been outlined in the, in the diary. Which is why they need it. Only the penitent man may pass. So, Donovan's like, hey, we'll send Indy through this trap. And how are we going to do that? I'll just shoot his dad. So now he has to go get the grail if he wants to save his dad. Which is, it's like a really good, it's like a really good villain plot. Well, now you got to do it, bitch. So, the first thing he has to do is he has to like, he has to step on the words for Jehovah. Well, first he has to kneel before God. Oh, yeah, first he has to kneel. Kneel before Zod. So he doesn't get his head chopped off. Because they send a guy in, and it's just his head comes out. And I just got to imagine they've been doing that for, like, an hour and a half at least. Yes. Yeah, so like, Sending no a guy in left. every, like, three minutes. Like, uh, you go now. Kneel before God so you don't get your head chopped off. Then he and does the word the puzzle. Word of God. Which, of course, the very first letter he gets wrong... <laughs> And I like how he's reciting it, but his dad's reciting it too. And then you just see him, his dad be like, oh, but it starts with an I. And then he goes right through the J. <laughs> and then the last then one only is... only a leap from the lion's head. Yep, the leap of faith, which is the invisible bridge. Which I think is a, gr- is a great special effect. It is. Yeah, after, after that weird, that weird weird cartoon tank guy in tank going over the cliff. This is like an awesome special effect. The bridge that that matches the wall of the canyon on the other side. 
Yeah. It's freaking awesome. That's really cool. So, so you don't see the bridge, you just think you're seeing the wall of the other side of the canyon. But there's a bridge there. And now he has he meets the knight who has been guarding it for 700 years by the power of the grail. It's a long time, bro. But there's a bunch of fake grails. You must choose. Yes. And I like how, and of course, this is this has become an internet meme. Donovan drinks the Grail, the wrong one, of course. And yeah, he chose poorly. He chose poorly. But Indy knows that the he rapidly ages and like goes does his eyes sink into his yeah head and, not, not as and a, he's holding on to Elsa the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a, the thing. That's always the Indiana Jones thing, right? Like, while the horrific thing happens, there's a woman a foot away. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not as graphic as the face melting scene in Raiders, but it's still pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> yes, another good special effect. So, but Indy's like the, the grill's not going to be made of gold. He was so, a carpenter for crying out loud. Yeah, so he picks the plainest. So get cup. like the un, the most unpolished brass cup you could find. <laughs> Pretty much. So he's, uh... You chose wisely. But you can't take it beyond the temple's entrance, so he's... If you cross the the seal... Can't cross the seal. Yes. So they set... So, like, the brothers set up this whole thing so that the only way you could have eternal life with the cup is if you are the one protecting it. Pretty much, yeah. And that was but, uh, the whole thing, because he's like he's been waiting for seven hundred years to find to find the warrior that could vanquish him and take his place as the protector. So uh Henry is saved, Elsa takes the grail, now the temple's collapsing, she falls into a pit. Well, because she won't let go of the grail. And then Indy almost does the exact same thing. But then his dad calls him Indiana instead of Junior, and that's what snaps him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie ends with the origin of Indy's nickname, and it's so goddamn funny. Why do you... Why, what is with this Junior? His name is Henry Jones Jr. Why? We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> Just like, goddamn. <laughs> well... I had fond memories of that dog. And then, of course, Marcus Brody goes, Everybody, follow me. I know the way. And then he, he goes, Yeehaw. And the, <laughs> it's like the horse just takes off in the wrong direction. <laughs> but that's hilarious. And then that's when <laughs> the father turns to Indiana and goes, Got lost in his own museum, you say. <laughs> oh, man. Last Crusade is so good. This is so much, such a fun movie. So, um, a little bit of trivia, of course. Um, Indiana Jones is wrestling with a Nazi, and the soldier at the periscope, if you translate it, he says, the Americans, they fight like girls. They had 2,000 rats bred for the production. Oh, God. Because the ordinary rats would have been riddled with disease, so they had to breed specialty rats for this. Of course they did. So, at the Nazi rally in Berlin, Indy confronts Elsa and everything. Spielberg had all the extras who did the Sieg Hale arm salute 
put their other arm behind their back and cross their fingers. Yep. Now, you all know how awesome Lucas and Spielberg are with this movie. It was almost going to take place in a haunted mansion, mostly because Spielberg had just done Poltergeist. And he's like, no, I want to do something different. So Lucas is like, how about the Holy Grail? And Spielberg's like, how about a father-son sub-story? And they're like, this is going to make millions. And it did. Harrison Ford personally selected River Phoenix to play him as a teenager. So, and uh, Phoenix didn't base anything on Indiana Jones' character. He based everything on Harrison Ford. That's, you know, that's a choice. Like, the opposite happened in Godfather Part Two because De Niro had to play younger uh, younger Vito Corleone. And they said, don't... <laughs> yeah, just try to be younger Vito. Don't try to... Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. okay. And that's yeah. how he won a, won a fucking Oscar for that. <laughs> Yes. Um, the inside joke behind Sean Connery being Indy's father is to say that James Bond is the father of Indiana Jones. Now, if he hadn't agreed, Gregory Peck and John Pertwee were actually backup choices. Oh, really? John Pertwee was? Yeah. So then the doctor would have been the father of Indiana Jones? Yup. Or Atticus Fitch. Or Atticus I think we all know this, but there's only 12 years of an age difference between Connery and Ford in real life. Uh, Lawrence Oliver was actually going to play the Grail Knight, but he was uh, too Lawrence ill. Olivier. Olivier, yeah. The the famous actor. And of course, this is Spielberg's favorite Indiana Jones movie. Oh, guess what? It's mine too. Yeah. Uh, great movie. Definitely worth a watch. A lot of fun. But the fun might end next week because next week we're doing Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which, as I mentioned, I have never seen. So tune in next week to Talk and Talkies and find out if I hate this movie as much as the general populace does or if I agree with the angry video game nerd and say it's just not as bad as everybody says it is. I think you will be the latter because I am also the latter. All right, then. I I am the latter... All right. I agree. No, no, no Jeff Hardy on this show. Damn it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to Talk and Talkies. I'm Chris. That's Dan. And we'll see you next week. See ya.